off. And I was like, you know what? Fuck y'all. This last five minutes, I ain't saying shit. And I stood there for five minutes. Oh. I was like, fuck y'all. Y'all don't deserve me. <laughs> Man. That was the worst show I ever had. Because they tried me the entire time on some shit that I ain't had no control over. It was like, you didn't even give me a chance to let me do what I do. If you don't like my jokes, you don't like my jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But to yeah. hate me for no reason, fuck you. Yeah. I didn't come here for that. You didn't come here for that. Or maybe you did. And if you did, you're a piece of shit. And that's what it's like to feel like to be a teacher. That's exactly <laughs> that. Like you just described all that. I'm like, oh man, you're describing like last Tuesday. <laughs> Fuck you, teacher. I'm like, hey guys, we gotta do this. But man, just got here. <laughs> yeah, just got here. What, Mr. McKee? Screw you. Michael's making food and he's making comedy too. Thaddeus J. McKee is co-hosting with the guy I mentioned previously. Sauce Boss Zach's on the one to two. So good he calls them twos and threes. And as always, there's a guest who is sure to please. Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me as always, my co-host, Thaddeus J. McKee. I can feel it coming. In the air tonight? In the air tonight. Uh, I every time we have a black guest on now, I it's, I just I'm paranoid. And when we play the theme song and the the white rapper starts, I always look. Yeah, and like your eyes just went like this, like what? The? Yeah, <laughs> jostled yeah, around. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking, I know that guy. <laughs> I did a quick glance too. <laughs> I was like, they always they always notice. Uh, the ones that choose the wheels of steel, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the last wolf dragon. Give it up for Zach Rohn. Hey there. Zach, you got a microphone and headphones this week. Look at that. I know. It's like you're part of the show. Yeah, it's a real operation now. <laughs> and a very special guest. First time with us in studio and on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, comedian extraordinaire Dion Curry. Thank you for having me, guys. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> now, Dion, you are also a uh, prolific podcaster. Yes. Uh, I have three other podcasts. Uh, that I do. I'm working on a fourth one. Um, now that's debatable is a Facebook live show. We do every Monday night at 9 PM Eastern. Me, myself, Dion Curry, Warren B. Hall and Sydney Smith. You can join the Facebook group. Now that's debatable and be part of that podcast. We debate anything and everything. And we take comments from our live audience. Uh, sorry, we're canceled is a podcast. I do with fellow comedian BT. Um, and we literally talk just about anything that get us canceled. And then I do the pat down with Miss Pat and Chris Spangle. Um, and those podcasts usually drop on Tuesday. So nice. Yeah. And what was the new one you said you were going to do? It's going to be a sports betting podcast. We oh, haven't, shit. We, we don't have a name for it yet. So, uh, it's, it's, it hasn't started, but we're working on it. Um, it should come out, uh, probably in October. Nice. Yeah. So you, are you encouraging people to gamble as well? No, okay. we are, we are not professional, uh, Gamblers. Yeah. Basically, it's going to be about all my bad beat stories and all his bad beat stories. Because mm-hmm. when I first got into gambling, I, I had beginner's luck like yeah. a motherfucker. Like you would not believe. I was hitting on shit. You, I was betting on yeah. badminton and fucking volleyball, <laughs> yeah. and I was crushing it, thinking I knew what the fuck I was doing. And then uh, the luck wore off when I, I I bet on a European basketball game 
one team was uh, plus 75. I was like, there's no way they're going to lose by 75 fucking points. It's like, <laughs> there's not enough time in a game to be get down by that much, yeah. you know? And they lost by 77. Oh and I gosh. watched it live with two seconds to go. The team that was <laughs> minus 75 made a layup to win by 77. Oh, my cover. gosh. And... I have never wanted to murder an entire country. It's like, this is what Hitler felt like. It's like, these motherfuckers need to go. Because you don't do that. It's professional courtesy that when you're up by so much, you don't score at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, these motherfuckers knew I put money on it, and that's why they did that. Yeah. They always say it could be a problem when you start sympathizing with Hitler. Like, that's when gambling starts getting bad. Yeah, and I, I, I took a year and a half off after that. Yeah. And oh wow. I, yeah. It was it was right around the time Colin Kaepernick took a knee, and I was just like, "Fuck NFL," because that's what I mainly bet on. And then you know, once once you start losing like money, you need that's yeah. when yeah. you have a fucking problem. What's so, the most amount the most amount of money you've ever lost gambling? Uh, about three hundred dollars. Mm. See, that's I've, a lot. I've never. Yeah. I've always been around the same amount, but it's been an entire paycheck before. Like, a whole paycheck? Yeah, not a like a yeah yeah. I've definitely like I think twice I like one time I was like working at this summer camp and we went to and I had the same way I'd I'd won the first couple times I went to like mm-hmm. the casino or whatever and I went and I just I burned through it was like a two hundred fifty dollar check but I burned through it in like half an hour and then was just like wait. Like, it, it took me a minute to even realize what happened, you know? I was just like, Yeah, because you're like, oh, I still got money left. I yeah, still got money left. Just, that was all my money. And like, then, you're, you know? then you reach in your pocket, and you, you have nothing but that seven-cent yeah. slip from when you cashed out at the fucking <laughs> penny slot. And you're like, oh, god damn, I'm, I'm, I'm down bad. Yeah. Yeah. I got into craps real bad at one point, and it was like I had to have a friend send me down. He's like, hey, you're, you have money. You don't need to gamble. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> like, I treat – see – now I treat gambling like going to the movies. So I have allocated funds yes. that I'm prepared to lose and hopes that I win. But if it's gone, it's fucking gone. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, you went to a shitty movie that you didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's that, a slippery slope yeah. for some people. Some people have those allocated funds and they can't they can't stop. Yeah. I don't have losing makes me want to stop. Like, mm. you know, I, I don't have that chase the dragon type feeling. It's okay. just like, oh, fucking I knew I shouldn't have bet on you raggedy pieces of shit. <laughs> Yeah, like the Washington Commanders are really fucking me in the ass right now because <laughs> they are getting destroyed by the Lions. I'm not even gonna put more money in my FanDuel account to to try and re up what the Commanders are costing me. Like, it's just over. Wait till next week. Yeah, you know, don't chase. Never ever chase. That's that's the number one rule in gambling. Don't fucking chase. You, you got to treat it like it was a bad movie, and you'll never support. Uh, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Man, this is making making me kind of want to gamble now. Like, you kind of yeah. talked me into You can go. Like, you don't have to bet a lot of money to win a lot of money. I don't bet big anymore. Those days are over. Like, my most, the most I'll put down on anything is 25 bucks. I have a limit. I set it 25 bucks. And I like to do parlays and, and teasers. So, I'll, I'll, if you don't know what that means, it's basically, it's, it's a combination bet. And then you change the point spread. To make it more favorable, you okay. lose you lose a bit of profit, but it makes the bet easier to hit. Okay, and so that's what I do. I like to make big parlays so I can bet five, ten bucks and win two, three hundred dollars. I'm not one of those crazy people who will bet one hundred 
dollars on this, a hundred dollars mm. on that. You know, mm. I made money off the Canelo Alvarez fight last night, which you know I'm mad at myself for not betting more because it's like this is an easy bet. It's going to be a decision. Nobody's going to get knocked out. Canelo was minus one fifteen. That's easy money. So yeah, you have to bet one hundred fifteen to win a hundred. And I was like, I don't, I don't know why I didn't put down more. I knew they weren't going to knock each other out. Canelo's one of the best boxers in the world right now. This is easy fucking money. But you're being smart because I'm a chicken shit too. (laughs) Like I'm a huge coward of betting big and losing. I don't mind losing small. I can handle that. But if I put a hundred dollars down on something and I don't win, I I wanna kick babies. Like it's like (laughs) I get upset and frustrated and mad at myself and I feel bad for a long time. Yeah. What's the most money you've ever won, Gailing? Six hundred and eighty five dollars. See, that's why, man. And I bet three bucks on it. I was what? Yeah, it was a it was a crazy parlay in college football, and I hit. It was like one of those roller coaster things. Like, should I cash out? It was two hundred. Should I cash out? It's four hundred. I was like, well, fuck it. I'm gonna let it ride. And three bucks turned into six eighty five. And I was like, dude, I was on cloud nine, man. Oh man, I paid bills. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't do anything fun with the money, but paid bills. It was like I, you know. Call your parents. I became something. <laughs> you, you said I could never do it. I did. You have to treat it. You have to treat it like a recreational activity, mm-hmm. and not like you know something that you're dependent on that money, right? Because yeah. that money's never coming. You have to. You have to look at it that way. It's like that money is not yours. Yeah. It's never coming. They know what they're doing when they put these numbers down. Like that. Like I was telling you about the basketball league. There's a reason why they were like 75 points. Yeah. And my dumbass being new to it was like, oh, this is that's stupid. Yeah. Like no, that team really sucked. The other team is really good. They're going to destroy them. There's no such thing as a surefire bet. Also, gambling's not for poor people. You know what I'm saying? It's like, definitely not. Like you have to like it. Sh- it has to be like uh like when I see somebody like. Like the people at the gas station and they're dropping, you know, like tell you can tell yeah. they need that hundred dollars that yeah. they're buying scratch off tickets with, but that's like someone's like retirement fund or whatever. I, the odds on scratch offs are so shitty mm-hmm. for you to actually come up that it's it would be much better to go on a sports website or the fucking blackjack table. Like you, there's better ways to gamble. If like scratch off to me is like the worst. Yeah, you know, you know that's the worst idea because you're gonna spend. $100 to maybe win 500 if you're mm-hmm. lucky lucky. Well, for me like like so I like to I like to buy a lottery ticket but only when the lottery's like when it gets like over like 200 million dollars. Yeah. I like to buy a, lo- a little lottery ticket. Sometimes I'll go in if I'm like with someone on the road. I'll buy like two and just be like, hey, hey, hey. And like, but for me, it's not even about like, oh, I think I'm going to win. It's like I get to pay $2 or whatever it is. And then for the next like 20 minutes, I get to have this little fantasy <laughs> and I just get to live in this little pretend world about what I would do with, you know, $150 million. And like, that's it. Like I'm paying that $2 just to have that feeling. Yeah. You know? So it's like a, like a $2 for a daydream. Yeah. It's $2 for like a little daydream. Like I honestly, I feel better like 10 minutes after I buy like a big lottery ticket. Like I just feel like it puts me in a good mood. Wow. And then I never check them. I've never actually gone back to check to You've see like one four times. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just do like a skit of you like your daydream of you with a top hat and a monocle? <laughs> yeah. Just burning money in a barrel. Oh, that's your fantasy? <laughs> no. That got dark. <laughs> like why is he doing why is he burning money in his no fantasy? No one can have any of this. This is my <laughs> shit. Right oh, now I have a ten dollar parlay with a payout of eleven thousand nine hundred and seventy six dollars. It's not going to hit, but that's the type of bets that I do. It's mm. like 
I swing for the fences on low uh, upsets. Yeah, yeah. It's just I'm, I'm I'm hoping to hit it big one time. That's all I need. So now, what would need to happen in in honor for that to work? Uh, so a lot of teams have to win by a certain amount of points, and uh, right now it doesn't look that way because <laughs> of the Washington Commanders. Thank mm. you very much, Dan Snyder. You piece of shit. So when you're not gambling, you are a professional stand-up comedian. Yes, 17 years and counting. Oh wow! Yeah, um, I think you look. You get like probably what we get a lot that we both look younger than we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. So. I could still do some high school roles if I was an actor. <laughs> there I think. you go. Shave my beard and my mustache, and uh, you won uh, Helium Comedy. What, what was it? 2019? 2019. 2019. Indiana, Indiana's funniest comedian. Uh, yes. Indianapolis. And uh, did that do anything for you? <laughs> Uh, no, it did not. Well, what uh, an asshole question. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in our basement right now, so obviously. No, I'm it's, still it's, gambling on FanDuel. No, this is funny to talk to people. Like, uh, we had uh, a comic on that got St. Louis's, uh, you know, a couple years ago. And he was just like, was everyone is. Uh, Rafe Williams. Okay. I mean, he didn't get just for laughs and. No, 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 but we were talking, specifically I was asking, because, like, a lot of times comics would be like, yeah, you know, it's great for, for, like, this and that, but, like... Stepping stone? Yeah. No, this was a dip in a toe in the pool. That's all this was. Oh, that water's still cold. (laughs) 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 It was fun to do it, don't get me wrong. And, you know, uh, I just love stand-up. It's it's my passion. um, I knew at an early age that I wanted to be in the entertainment industry and when i found out what stand-up actually was uh i've been chasing that ever since so but to win the contest it i'm gonna be honest with you it wasn't fair i i at that point i was a professional comedian i was competing against people who were not on the professional level Mm. so it wasn't like uh you know something i could be super proud of because it's like dude you're supposed to win you've been doing it (laughs) longer than most of these people have you know combined mm-hmm. so it's like you know you're supposed to win and if you don't win then you really fucking suck so mm. it was the validation that yes i'm on the right track but at the same time you know have you seen the movie the ringer yeah it, it was it's basically like that <laughs> so oh. you're, you're calling the indianapolis open my comedy scene no uh, i was mentally saying, handicapped i was saying that i was <laughs> I have been doing comedy so much longer. Yeah. I, you know, I have more experience than all these people yeah, in this yeah. contest. So you're supposed to win. Now, every contest that I've done, where the comics have been on my level, uh, you know, you, you didn't hear my name called. So it's like, if I go down to the JV, I'm supposed to be averaging thirty. <laughs> you know, LeBron's supposed to dominate the WNBA. I'll tell you what. Not that I'm LeBron or anything. I, I was. I got to the. <laughs> The semifinals last year, no, I think it was the one before the semifinals, and I was so confident, and I had such a hot set that they were calling off names, and I just started walking towards the <laughs> stage, and they did not call my name. <laughs> and I was like, man, they named off two names already. That's crazy. I guess I'm going to be third though. And then they called someone else's name, and I had to do like a quick turnaround in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, let me tie my shoe real quick. Yeah, I've been there before. I did a contest down in Evansville. I was telling Thaddeus this earlier. Down in Evansville, called at this place called the Prickly Pear that no longer exists, thank God. And we drive down, me and a couple other comics, uh, my buddy Johnny Kraft and uh, his roommate at the time was this dude named uh, what the fuck was this? I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys ever like he still does. Well, I think he's in jail now, but 
Oh. He's like a pedophile. Like, <laughs> Shout out. And I should have, I should, I should, we should have known because the dude would dress like a magician. Like, oh, <laughs> it's like anybody who dresses like a magician to do stand up is probably diddling <laughs> or at least sliding in their DMs. You know? Like, so uh, we, we all drive down there and we stop at uh, Paoli Junction, Indiana, which is, you know, just a shithole racist. We have to get gas. And so you go in the gas station one way and you exit out the other, right? Because mm-hmm. the, the gas station is on the other. Uh, it was weird. So we go in, we get snacks. I'm about to go pay for gas. And the clerk doesn't even look up. She's an old racist white lady. Just imagine what an old racist white lady looks like. And this is what this lady looks like. Her teeth do not touch. Um, oh. Yeah. And so. Yep. The TV's on, and my buddy Johnny goes, you guys get BET? She's like, what's that? She doesn't look up. He's like, it's black entertainment television. She goes, we don't get black anything. (laughs) Oh. Oh. And I'm standing at the counter, and she hasn't looked up at me. And so she looks up, and when I tell you her face does not change, she's like, yeah, motherfucker, I said it. (laughs) It was one of those. I was like, "Uh, can I get 25 on three? She's like, you can get out of here. I was like, all right, I oh. will do that. So they, they buy the gas. I leave. You go out, and the entire wall is a giant Confederate flag of this gas okay. station. I was like, oh, that makes sense. She's still mad about the war. Yeah, it, it's like it wasn't me per se. Yeah, she's like, was, she's like, it's not you thing. I think Lincoln just kind of. Yeah, <laughs> fucking northern aggression. Yeah, in exactly. Indiana, <laughs> fought for the Union, but whatever. So Johnny. <laughs> is allergic to mustard and they had these um mystery flavored doritos and the mystery flavor was fucking mustard <laughs> he didn't read the ingredients he starts eating these doritos and then he's, his fucking throat swells up and he turns red he's having this major allergic reaction this is the magician no this is the other kind okay the magician was just doing magician things like being, being weird <laughs> he was super tall too he was like six eight was, oh yes yeah. like Never seen a tall magician in your life. I mean, <laughs> even being a tall pedophile would be kind of <laughs> kind of difficult. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. No one wants to be it a was tall. Him. <laughs> like, yeah. That's not your big brother. We can tell. Like, yeah, I don't look anything alike. So he's eating the Doritos, having an allergic reaction as we're driving down Evansville, and it's just things are not going well. We get to the show, Johnny can't perform because he can't fucking breathe. Like his voice is gone, his throat's he doesn't have his EpiPen, so he's just struggling. Right. And he was like, I don't want to go to the hospital because you guys have the show. We're like, yeah, the show must go on. Fuck you. We don't care. Me and the magician yeah. might win this thing. Magician has a terrible set because he's a fucking magician. <laughs> I do really, really well, like really well to the point where at the end of the show, right before they announced the winners, the two of the three judges came and shook my hand and was like, congratulations, you did a great job. So I'm really thinking I won this thing. They're like, to announce the winner. And it's like, Stone. And I was walking towards the guy. He was, and I was like, what? <laughs> and he had a little trophy that said, uh, best comic on it. And that's what really made me mad, was the fact that he got a trophy saying he was better than me. It wasn't the fact that his cousin was one of the judges. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the fact that uh, I drove three hours to come down to this shitty prickly pear. Mm. One of my buddies almost dying. And you know, the racist lady at Paoli Junction was like, this motherfucker got a trophy <laughs> and $300. So we go to the casino next door on the boat and uh, I put $20 in and I literally lose $19.95 in like three minutes. Mm. Like just, I'm, I'm shitty. 
my last nickel, I put it in a nickel slot and I won 120 something dollars. And I was like, oh, this trip wasn't that bad. Hey. So nice. Yeah. That's a good that's a good turnout. Yeah. <laughs> And Johnny didn't die, so that was great. <laughs> yeah, Johnny didn't die, and, and the magician went to jail. Everybody ended up half, living happy yeah. ever after. You got in these funniest. Stone's years never later. done comedy ever again. No, he so, sucks. You piece of shit. We hate Stone. Do yeah. you? Uh, do you have pretty good crossover between like white and black rooms. It was a skill I had to learn. Yeah. Um, Which way? The hard way. The, okay. The only way that you really do learn lessons is it's it's one of those things where. Uh, there's niggas and there's black people, obviously, right? <laughs> Chris Rock had this very famous mm-hmm. bit, and black people will give you benefit of the doubt. Niggas want their shit on time, mm-hmm. and you can never be on time for niggas because niggas is always late. So it's like if you're not giving them what they want immediately, if they see you and you're not what you want them to, if they're not what you want them to be. Yeah. They're like, no, nah, we're not fucking with you, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to learn that double dutch where you come out the gate hot, you know? Because I'm a, I'm a, I don't. I'm not a very animated comedian. Yeah, I'm yeah, not. Yeah. So it was one of those things where I had to learn through uh, talking to comics who, who mainly did black rooms. And it's like, now you got to come out the gate fast. You got to have one in the chamber ready to go in case somebody tries you. Mm. It was a, it was a repetition thing where I had to go and get my licks and, you know, white audiences, they are much more. Oh, he, that was a good try for <laughs> niggas. It's like, yo, you and your mama need to die. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. damn, bro, I'm just trying to tell jokes. It's like, nah, fuck all that. You wasting my time, yeah. you piece of shit. And it's like, why? It be your own people yeah. sometimes. I'm going to count to three. Like, yeah. You have three seconds to get off stage. I tell you, the, the worst show I ever did in my entire life, uh, I was filling in for Miss Pat in Columbus, Ohio. It was a Thursday night black show. Uh, it was Chocolate Thursday columbus funny bone and it was hosted by the local radio dj and pat couldn't do it so she was like i'm gonna get you in i go i drive two and a half hours to columbus and the first comic goes up and he does just enough just enough to not be hated by these people right <laughs> but his last joke I had the perfect tag. I was going to ride the wave. I was like, oh, this is, he set me up perfectly. This is going to work for me. Because I knew I wasn't going to do well. I <laughs> knew as soon as I walked in that room, I was like, the show was supposed to start at 10 o'clock. It didn't start till 12. It's Thursday. These people have to go to work tomorrow. They're fucking drinking. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're niggas. It's like, <laughs> I know these people ain't going to like my photosynthesis joke. It's like, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So I'm like, I'm going to ride this wave and I'm going you know, to catch the vibe. So I'm thinking I'm about to go right up after him, and they have a karaoke contest. A karaoke, a acapella karaoke contest for concert tickets in the middle of a goddamn comedy show. What? And it's volunteers from the crowd. So we need volunteers. So at first, nobody wants to do anything. So it's like, you yeah. already killed the vibe. It's yeah. <laughs> like, so come on, ladies. Because it was, it was like genuine tickets or something like that. Was, no dude wanted to go to this show. It was all the way. So they get these two ladies, and neither one of them can fucking sing. Right? <laughs> but they go, this is how we're going to judge this contest. Everybody pull out your keys. And if they can't sing, I want you to shake your keys. So just imagine a room full of 300 niggas, all with their keys out. And these two untalented women singing <laughs> off-key acapella genuine songs. My pony! Let's do it! Chingling, 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 chingling! And I'm sitting backstage like, 
what the <laughs> why would you do that to the talent yeah. right like have an intermission gary yeah. owen was the headliner that night i was supposed to do 15 minutes i walk out on stage all right we're gonna start the show he didn't do any no no jokes no setup nothing it's just me keys Here's your tickets, bitch. The next comic coming to the stage, and I walk out on stage to nothing but a room full of people just uh, shaking their kids. Okay. And I'm like, I ain't even said nothing yet, and y'all already hate my guts. So I get to my first joke, and fucking ching, 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 and I got seven minutes in, and I fucking snapped. I was like, fuck all y'all. It's Thursday. You bitches got to go to work tomorrow. I don't have to go to work. I already got paid. Fuck you. You can't <laughs> sing. And I'm just I'm just going off. Like, And then the host comes. He's like, uh, you don't need to do 15. I was like, fuck this 15 minutes. I'll never come back to here. And I've never been back to Columbus, Ohio since. Yeah. It was the worst. Oh, my God. Absolutely the worst. I don't oh, think non-comedy people realize... Uh, there is something uh, about comedy that's magic, right? I think there is something about like, and I'm not like a woo-woo person, but there is something about tone, about lighting, about mood, about Absolutely. vibes, about energy. And, and it is, you know, it's like the difference between doing comedy in a bright room versus turning. People don't want to be seen laughing, right? Right. Because you turn the lights down. You set up all these things. So then somebody can come up on stage and you are kind of doing this invocation by making people involuntary laugh with your words. So like having a fucking key jingling karaoke giveaway. Dude. But people don't think about that when they're not in comedy. Oh they're gosh. just like, yeah, no, the comedy's the comedy's gonna go up there and say the funny thing. The club allowed this to happen because mm. this night made them liquor money. Mm. Right? They didn't give a shit if the yeah. show was great or not. They yeah. had the club doesn't fucking care. Just get asses in the seat and let them buy drinks. Mm. Right. So in that regard. I knew what I was getting into. Yeah. And the fact that you were just a warm body. Yeah. They were like, we don't, they didn't know me from Adam. Miss Pat vouched for me. Cause I had worked with her before, but I, I knew what I was getting into when I agreed to it, but I was hoping against all hope yeah. that maybe these niggas would give me a chance. Yeah. And then when the keys came out, that's when I was like, yeah, you, you're yeah. an idiot. You should have said no to this. <laughs> Because there's nothing worse than getting booed by keys. <laughs> <laughs> At least with the vocalization, you know, you can tell they're paying attention. Niggas just had their keys out and was doing the thing because of those women couldn't sing. And it's like, and I'm sure that the comics that went after me fucking roasted me. But I literally walked off stage, got into my car and drove the two and a half hours crying and being mad. Because <laughs> I was so upset with myself for letting them get to me like that. Was that was that your worst comedy experience ever? Second worst. What was the worst? Ooh. Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> I feel like there's a pattern here I with Ohio. Hate Ohio <laughs> so fucking much. Cincinnati's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but northern Ohio can eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty. Like, I'm, I'm I'm saying yeah, I don't want I might be there next week, so <laughs> just a shout out. I just it was Cleveland, so the Warriors had just beat LeBron and them in the finals, mm -hmm. right? My last name's Curry, so they thought I was related to this nigga for some reason. <laughs> and they didn't tell it. The second show had started, but they didn't tell us. Normally, they they had been telling us all week the second show is about to start, right? So that you be ready. I'm featuring. I'm back in the green room chilling with Miss Pat. And they had started the show. The MC went on, and this nigga's calling my name. He's, I didn't even know the show started. So I walk out, like, my bad, y'all. They didn't fucking tell me the show started. I didn't know this nigga did a time. And they're, boo! I'm like, what the fuck you booing me for? 
Curry. I'm like, I don't know that nigga. Like, why are you? I ain't even said nothing. It's like, so it had already started bad, right? I'm trying to get through my set. Like, the people in the front are paying attention, but everybody else in the back is like, they had gotten in on free tickets. They've mm. been drinking. Yeah. It was on some nigga shit. And so one dude just starts fucking heckling me. And I'm I'm trying to ignore it. I'm like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk to these people. This is not my show. I don't really care. Like mm-hmm. it's not gonna bother me. But I took a breath and he said, You so skinny we can see your heartbeat through your chest. And a room full of people laughed at that. And that just it, it pissed me off. I was like, Yeah, because I'm alive, bitch ass nigga. Why don't you <laughs> come up in the light and say that shit to me? Like oh. I snapped. And the crowd goes, Oh, and I was like, fuck that. Oh, this nigga's a coward. He's in the back shouting out in the dark. I say anybody can do that, especially that bitch ass nigga. Why don't you come up here in the light and try to be funny? I was like, I, if you think you're better at this than me, bring your ass up here. And the crowd's going, oh, and I was like, fuck all that. Oh, I said, I said, this is the shit I'm talking about. I go, I see why LeBron left this raggedy bitch. <laughs> I was like, you live in Cleveland. I'm here getting paid. My life is up teen times better than yours. <laughs> you got in at a free comedy show and you heckling a nigga in the back. I was like, come on up here. And he was like, I'll fuck you up. I was like, not up here you won't because you a bitch ass nigga hiding in the back. And the crowd's like getting on my side and I'm starting to feel myself. And I was like, you know what? Fuck y'all. This last five minutes, I ain't saying shit. And I stood there for five minutes. Oh. I was like, fuck y'all. Y'all don't deserve me. <laughs> Man. That was the worst show I ever had. Because they tried me the entire time on some shit that I ain't had no control over. It was like, you didn't even give me a chance to let me do what I do. If you don't like my jokes, you don't like my jokes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But to yeah. hate me for no reason, fuck you. Yeah. I didn't come here for that. You didn't come here for that. Or maybe you did. And if you did, you're a piece of shit. And that's what it's like to feel like to be a teacher. That's exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that. Like you just described all that. I'm like, oh man, you're describing like last Tuesday. <laughs> Fuck you, teacher. I'm like, hey, guys, we got to do this. But, man. Just got here. <laughs> yeah, just got here. What, Mr. McKee? Screw you. But, yeah, but, man, that sucks. It was it was, it was, was just one of those things, like, afterward, I was just like, why did I let them get to me like that? Why did, we, why did we as a group tolerate this dude's behavior? Of all the people in the room who could leave, I was the only one who couldn't. I was contractually obligated to be there. <laughs> yes. If you don't like my shit, go yeah. out to the lobby, bro. Yeah. Go take a piss. Like, I have to stay up here. Yeah. Drop out. It's like, yo, I can't leave, fam. This isn't Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick uh, commercial break, and we'll be right back with more Dion Curry. Oh. And we're back on the Heart of Brunch podcast. Talking you weren't to- wearing them earlier. <laughs> talking to Dion Curry. Uh the glasses do remind me of a. So we did a, uh, we did a sketch uh, on the after brunch one time with, with uh, those glasses. Yeah. And uh, Thad put these on. That was um, a terrible throw. I'm not. Athletic. And did a, a character called uh, Johnny Cardiovascularize. Yeah. <laughs> and we did it with uh, Cardi V. <laughs> Cardi V, everybody. We did it with uh, Katie Hetledge, who's got like a long time like improv background. And I've never seen somebody <laughs> just more unimpressed <laughs> with a bit. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't good. Well, the bit wasn't good, but her, her reaction to it. Oh, man, it was the most begrudgingly I've ever seen someone yes and the entire thing. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh, uh, sure. 
I love it. I love Johnny Cardiovascular Eyes. <laughs> well, the thing, but his thing is, he doesn't have a thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's his whole character. I'm like, I don't know. I, I've got hearts on my eyes. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, all right. So we were talking uh, on the break. We, we started talking about the food, which we was getting into. But um, n- normally we have a theme. And when I talked to you, you, you let me know that you didn't really. You were kind of a picky eater is what you said. Yeah. yeah. Or specific. I don't know. I would say unadventurous. Mm. You know, mm. I like what I like, yeah. and uh, I don't want to try new shit. <laughs> Which is cool. You know what? I appreciate the honesty. But here's the thing, though. Like, it's not that I here. Like, if I go to a restaurant, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I don't know the chef, so I don't give a fuck about his feelings, right? You know, I and you were asking me all these questions about what I like and what I don't like, and I'm like, I don't want to make this man make something I know I don't like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I so. When I said you pretty much do whatever because I'm I'm not I don't eat that much like I yeah. I probably eat once a day mm-hmm. if that I mm. snack but I I never ever have an appetite like I'm never hungry unless I get super high mm. and then I'm like yeah let's go to Denny's <laughs> but I just my entire life you know I'm dude during the pandemic I was fucking eating Burger King steak and shit like nothing healthy <laughs> and I gained maybe like six pounds okay. <laughs> And I was doing that shit every day. Okay. You know what I mean? I, and I know that sounds shitty. Yeah. When a skinny guy's like, okay, I fucking gain weight. Like, Things are tough all over, man. I've always said that. This is a food podcast. Don't you don't think we have one over be- overweight, over beast? I, I, can I pick two? You don't think we have one obese, overweight person? <laughs> Look, man, I would trade with you in a heartbeat. Wait, with me? Yeah. Why'd you have to call me out? Because you, cause you <laughs> were bringing it up. I was just saying, I was saying there might be some people <laughs> that the doctor saying, hey, let's bring that BMI down. I was just saying me. I do remember you saying, don't get my gut. So, uh, okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me, are you, are you, let me, let me back on. <laughs> I do like the term overbeast. I'm going to say that from now on. Well, I am a little overbeast, if you know what I'm saying. Is that over obese? <laughs> it's a real problem. That was everyone's problem. It's like the plane's going to be delayed. Uh, but yeah, so, so, but like, and it, as we said off, off mic earlier, we've had people on that didn't give me this information. And then I just made a <laughs> a bunch of food that they didn't want to eat. So I feel like you took a, a good college try at everything. I did. And I've got this go, to go box and I am going to finish everything. Um, I, I don't, I n- never, ever eat before noon ever. Okay. So it's, you know, I, I haven't ate breakfast since like I was probably eight years old. Oh, like, I just don't do breakfast. Um, I'm, a, I'm a night owl. I'm mm. a comic. So I'm always eating shitty bar food. And so when somebody's like, I'm going to cook for you, and then they fucking make a real meal, it's like, oh, yeah. the it's, least I could do is give it a college try. But mm-hmm. it was it was actually very, very good. And I had heard that you were a, a legitimate chef from, from other people who have done the show. So I was... I, I was, think they've been illiterate. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. That, that wouldn't surprise Can you hit the boo button for that? Like, I feel like everybody's being nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I love that movie, by the way. Um, <laughs> But no, like the food was legitimately good. Um, what the fuck was that? Your dog? <laughs> yeah, that was a dog. Cody sneezing. be sneezing like a real nigga. In here. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's dog sounds like a human when he fucking sneezes. When I first came down here, he was over here, and he and I was like, "Who is that?" <laughs> 
Yeah, he, Cody. Cody's a different. You ever type said of dog, bless yeah. you to a dog? <laughs> yeah. so my nigga, you might need to go to the doc. I got, Fuck I, the vet, bro. You need a human. To, Cardiovascular eyes. <laughs> Doctor Cardiovascular. <laughs> Can you get the shame button? This is the shame button. I got a shame. Shame. Thank you. I got a shame for Cody. Cody tried to come <laughs> come in my room the other night and sleep in my room. Now the door is open. I'm like, maybe he needs to go to the bathroom. Dyke's passed out snoring in his room, and his door is open. So I'm like, why is he scratching on my door? So I'm like, I let him out. He does not go on the grass. He just looks at me like, this isn't what I want. <laughs> and so I like go back to my room, and he starts scratching again. He's like, I'm trying to sleep in the room. Like, what is going on? I feel like Cody's like cheating on Dyke in, in this situation. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, there's something going on here. And I step outside. I see Dyke. He's snoring, and he's got the TV on probably 100 <laughs> with Rick and Morty. And then he's like, you see what I'm dealing with? Cody just kind of looks at me like, I can't sleep with this shit. So uh, shame on Cody for uh, betraying his uh, yeah his his number one partner. <laughs> that was a uh, that was like, the first like boomerang uh, shame. <laughs> it's like it was a shame on Cody, but I feel and like it was really a shame on me. <laughs> yeah. Turn, no one could sleep last turn night. Turn the TV down. I like it was like he was passed out story or asleep. Some people call that asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I beat my wife and kids. <laughs> they collapse. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> Chill on the Rick and Morty. After a long day of bludgeoning the wife. So yes. so it, it is it is kind of funny too because like we, we have kind of painted ourselves into a corner here where we have these themes every week and like and sometimes they really Sometimes, you know, the themes get a little phoned in, and sometimes we really swing for the fences on stuff. But, like, uh, this week's theme was just, like, food I hope Dion likes. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, I'll be at, I was at work, and, like, people are like, oh, what's the theme this week? And I was like, well, let me tell you. Theme is uh, I did like everything. I hope, uh, I hope we I hope we uh, hit it out of the park. I didn't gamble with the spicy ketchup because I don't do spicy, and mm. you know my digestive tract is one of those things where I don't process spice, mm-hmm. so mm. it's just hot in and hot out. Oh, There's okay. no nuance of flavor. It's just yeah. hot, like yeah. unnecessarily burn intestines and butthole, and I don't mm-hmm. need that in my life. So if you no one does, you know. If you got any uh, McDonald's ketchup packets for I can take on the road for the the hash browns, mm. that would be no. Fantastic. I I fit. We did a we did an after brunch, uh, which you can find at patreon.com backslash harder brunch. Yeah, it's our comedy show that we do after this, and uh, we did one where we had consequences, and this comedian uh, Derek James had brought these is like the world's hottest chip or whatever the, the packy challenge yeah and it was but like whatever the thing was it was like you could choose it was like choose the form of the destructor it was like you could either get an electric shock or you could eat the spicy thing and i'm real afraid of we electricity collar it was a, yeah, went, yeah. a dog shock collar it got real like <laughs> zoo radio like 2005 in here do i want to be paralyzed forever yeah. or eat a spicy chip and so i went <laughs> i was like they were all taking the electric shocks and i was like i can't yeah, like fuck that I'll eat the chip. And it was bad for like an hour. And a, it was bad for like 45 minutes. But the next day, it was bad for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, man. This, I don't know. Like, have you ever seen that clip of the, the news reporters? They they do the spicy chip challenge. It's a white guy and this Ethiopian black chick who's been eating spicy food since before she had teeth. No. She's mm. eating this chip, man. And it is 
like she's like mm, that's hot and then <laughs> nothing like she has no reaction and the, the the new the other guy the white guy he's like he's sweating from his pores he's turning <laughs> red He's like, I don't, I'm not going to drink. He's like, this isn't bothering you at all. She's like, no, I'm used to this. I've been eating spicy food since I was a baby. And he's like, no, this is, this is, this has got to be doing something to you. She's licking her fingers. He's <laughs> like, it's not that bad. They have to like stop the show. He has to go to the hospital. It's Ugh. freaking ridiculous. I was like, I, I don't do spice, man. Was like the dude that hosts uh, hot ones. Like, <laughs> yeah. He, he eats man. that every yeah. episode. And he's always like, no, it, it burns me too. And I'm like, fuck you, it doesn't. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm watching DJ Khaled melt over yeah, here. Yeah, man. You know? like, There's not enough milk. Did you see uh, Maya Anderson's episode? No. Is that her name? Maya Rudolph? Maya Rudolph. Okay, that's, Maya I definitely Anderson. didn't see her. <laughs> <laughs> she she mixed milk and beer together. Mm. It was, uh, is it that was, a way I don't know do if it, it was a, a bit that she was doing or she was just like that affected by the heat. That shit made me want to throw up. Zach, can we get some milk and beer? Can we, should, <laughs> can we do that for... I mean, I've got some at home, but I didn't think you guys wanted any. Yeah. We have milk and beer here. Can, can we try milk and beer on the after brunch? I mean, you can. Sure. <laughs> All right. Guys, I'm going to try milk and beer, a full <laughs> glass of milk one. and beer on the after brunch. And if if I do it, Dyke's going to do it. That's that's one of I our feel, rules. I just feel like that's, I just, that just seems like it's going to turn into projectile vomiting. <laughs> I don't know. Well, do you think people would want to go to the after brunch? <laughs> To see you do that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind of want. So see you will it. do it. I, yeah. won't, I won't do it, but I'll watch. That was just me by myself. No, it's just you now, <laughs> Zach, would you do it on the after brunch? Yeah, I'll do it after you. Well, too. after what? After us? Yeah, after you guys. So you'll do us. You want to do a single one? Yeah, yeah, that's All what right. it is. Whatever. Okay, uh, beer and the after brunch, guys. So that's great. Uh, <laughs> My uh, bad for getting you into that, Dyke. It's sorry. all right. We did uh, uh, bacon potato bombs. Uh, it was uh, smoking goose bacon with uh, smoked gouda cheese uh, wrapped around a, a, a potato. Which is uh, very delectable. Uh, and then you had a salmon dish, Zach. Yeah, I made a uh, breakfast sandwich with uh, everything bagel and uh, flaked salmon and then a uh, dill and cream cheese spread. And there were some uh, pickles that I made and then uh, red onions on it. Very, very good. I got to say, I'm not huge into fish. Like, I like I like seafood, but, like, fish, fish, I'm not huge into. And, I like, I really enjoyed that. Like, I was even, like, eating the salmon by itself. Yeah. It wasn't even smoked salmon. No, it wasn't smoked. It was just regular salmon. Yeah. yeah. Smoked salmon's my favorite. And I was like, oh, this is going to suck. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was is like, that how is you started gonna... at the table? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, guys, this is going to suck. Guys, this is going <laughs> to suck. This isn't smoked. I, like, warned everybody. But then it was actually really good. So, good. nice good. job. At least it wasn't oily. I know how that does you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. And then, uh... Yeah, and I did. how do you feel about onion? Because I was like, I don't. I feel like onions a, a, a gamble. I, I, I like I like onion. I okay. can do it raw. I can do it grilled. Uh, onions are not bad. Okay, I wasn't sure. So we did we did uh, take it was a uh, instead of bangers and mash, it was bangers and hash. So just uh, uh, Italian sausage with hash brown, and then the last one, which uh, was a pork chop Manhattan. I don't know. Have you ever had that before, Zach? No, I didn't. Did you get that from somewhere? No, like, no. yeah, no, I don't think anybody has. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't, don't have that in my head. Yeah, no, that was fantastic. That was probably my favorite thing. Was Those really pork good. chops were really good. Well, he did say mashed potatoes and green, and green beans. So I was like, try, I was trying to think of uh, a, a, a fun way. 
typically on this show, vegetables don't get a lot of high praise. I put peas on a dish one time, and our old co-host bitched about it for three weeks. He's like, there was peas in everything. I was like, dude, I made peas one time in two years. Well, dude, okay, bitch, bitch is a strong word. Not many people like peas. I don't know <laughs> anybody who likes peas. Yeah. In the show, this room, uh, there's a thousand people in this room. Raise your hand if you like peas. Zero people. Yeah, no, Dyke's an asshole for that one. <laughs> well, I didn't realize right. this was going to turn into an anti pea podcast. <laughs> yeah. Peas taste like depression. <laughs> <laughs> peas taste like depression feels. That's <laughs> like, oh, I want to eat depression today. <laughs> Yay! I'm yeah. gonna be sad for the rest of my life. That's what the flavor of a pea yeah. is. Fucking sadness. Like a fresh pea. Yes. Go. Yeah. Like Any a fresh pea. pea. Any like, pea. If I walked in on someone just eating peas by themselves, yeah. I'd be like, something's wrong. Like, hey, do you need me to call somebody? You okay? That the the gray matter of peas is so disgusting. Wait, you get gray peas? Any kind of pea, but that's that's the main pea that I think of. Is the gray pea. Yeah, when you bite it into a pea and it's gray in the middle, because that's it tastes oh, like oh the gray in the middle. Yeah, it's, it tastes like sadness. It's just like oh, <laughs> your mom died. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I didn't realize that I was gonna have to walk this lonely road alone. <laughs> yeah, man. But if you're, are uh, you happy about peas? If you're, I mean, I. I stand with peas. I feel like I'm on the right side of history here. I'm gonna be honest. I like peas. I kind of just wanted to watch <laughs> everybody gang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, all right. So we. Got- it is, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not gonna be like, it's. Cra- I don't understand. Like, I understand that people don't like peas, right? <laughs> but like, it's not so bad that like, I feel like defending them is weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a vegetable. They're the gross deficient of a lima bean. Like the the they're the cousin of the lima I like, bean. I like lima beans. I like lima beans too. I feel like certain certain vegetables got disparaged in the 80s. I remember like <laughs> in like, the 80s, like. Uh, Brussels, the crack era, like Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts growing up, every cartoon, they suck. Everything was just like Brussels sprouts are fucking delicious. No, they're not. You have a roasted Brussels sprout with some bacon on it. Are you kidding me? Like Brussels sprouts taste like being laid off. <laughs> <laughs> laid off. Like you just worked an eight hour day, and they're like, "Yeah, we can't pay you. Go home forever." So that's what Brussels sprouts taste like so, to me. This brunch could have gone a lot of different ways. Yeah, I'm and glad it, you didn't it, put it, those. Out. It could have been Brussels sprouts and peas on everything. Out of photo, Willie. Just flip the table yeah. over. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> How dare you insult me? But <laughs> you said you specifically said that one of the first things you said was you liked green beans. I do love green beans, Wait, and so um, they're probably the only vegetable that I would. They're in the pea family, though. Yeah, but they don't taste like sadness. If you get a nice, crisp green bean that snaps and is fresh, that tastes like healing. <laughs> Whereas peas and Brussels sprouts taste like child abuse. It's just like, oh, this is not a good thing in my mouth. I think we need to go deeper in how you adjust it. Or- I like how every vegetable has like a different like yeah, Magic a- the <laughs> Gathering spell. <laughs> There's a correlation to your childhood trauma in every vegetable you eat. <laughs> Tomatoes taste like being locked in a closet. Burned, <laughs> hot air. Black eyed peas taste like black eyes feel. Just like, oh. uh, this is disappointment from my father. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, and that's the thing too. I, I, I do also think that a lot of times these connotations that people have to certain vegetables are and how they were traditionally presented, especially during childhood. So it's like, if you don't like the canned version of something, sometimes like the, the fresh 
you know, organic version com- tastes completely different. You know, right? it's funny because I love raw carrots, but if you cook them, I they make me gag. I cannot. Mm. The texture, the smell, it makes it literally makes me want to throw up. I'll eat raw carrots all day long, no problem. But you cook them, and broccoli is the same way. I can eat broccoli raw, mm. no problem. But if it's cooked, like instantly, I can't do it. I don't know. That's mm. weird. I'm almost the opposite. I prefer cooked to the raw versions of both those. I, I could eat it raw, but I'm not never going to fully enjoy it. I'm one of those people who's like, ooh, they got they got raw carrots with the ranch. Like if I, that's if, my shit. Yeah, like know? I'll do like raw carrot and ranch is just a vehicle to get ranch in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like. Yeah. I mean, I will inadvertently eat this carrot, but I'm a real raw dog. I like it raw, <laughs> and Ooh, I like baby, it I like raw. Yeah, that's what they call me in high school. Raw dog, raw dog, raw dog, I forgot. But like, that. meaning like, I'll eat it raw. Yeah. I'll eat it cooked. Yeah. Zach made this great cooked carrot. Um, you put it with a dessert carrot. It wasn't a carrot cake, but it was sugared carrot. What was it? Yeah, it was with a carrot cake. Okay, well. <laughs> You didn't have to do that. Yeah, no, I roasted the know, Yeah, You know we're live. You didn't have to diss me like that. Bro, what are you doing? You didn't have to diss me like that. I was trying to lift you up. You saw what I was doing. All right, whatever. I'll tell you this, man. One time when I, when I was, uh, was it, when I was in culinary school, uh, they had this student-run restaurant. And like I would always go, because it was like pretty cheap. Like He'd go and get like a, a gourmet meal for like 15 bucks or whatever. But it was like the students running it. The students were cooking the food, the wait staff, like everything. Right. And uh, it was like in the uh, one of the pyramids, like the top of the, the pyramids in Indianapolis. And I remember one time they had like this, uh, it was like some sort of carrot cake, but it was a pea ice cream. It was peas and carrots was the theme. And they made pea ice cream. And it, uh, and it was it was so good. How would good. you do that to ice cream? It was so good. I feel like you guys are. I feel like you guys are missing. No, that out. that's like upsetting. Like, <laughs> like we just had like like I know I don't want to make fun of a holiday. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. We, well, you, you speak on it. Nope. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's natural disasters have happened that had that. Oh, now ice- you're showing your reference for 9/11. <laughs> okay, I'm not going into 9/11. I told you I wouldn't. Yeah. We Where about were this. you? I'm just 9/11. saying. <laughs> hearing a pea ice cream makes me sad, and I haven't been that sad in months. Specifically, two months. It's good. Uh, Gross. Would you eat it? No. (laughs) Would you try it? No. (laughs) And I would be offended if someone offered me as such. (laughs) (laughs) I would whip out a dueling glove. (laughs) You slap him. Yeah. What are you doing? Why? Sir, I demand satisfaction. (laughs) See, I feel like they don't do that in other countries. You know, America, we play with our food so fucking much because we got so much of it. But you're you're not getting pea flavored ice cream and. Rwanda, you know what I mean? It's like they're not doing that. <laughs> Nobody yeah. has time to be a jackass with the food. You know what I mean? It's like we have TV, we have a whole network dedicated to fucking around with food. Yeah, dinner that, impossible. I wonder oh if I can make gosh. eighteen thousand fucking <laughs> shrimp titties for the mayor. It's like, what are you? Do- Why are you doing this? You are right. Like in in third world countries, I'm not saying Rwanda is, but like I'm just saying in in different countries. Um, uh, Guys, welcome back to the roast of Rwanda. <laughs> take that! I take love that. that movie with Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just saying they're not like doing a lot of it's yeah. rude. You're not doing a lot of experiments with Nah, man. Yeah, they're with, eating what they yeah. can get their hands on, and we're out here like, ooh, I wonder if I could put this carrot in a sorbet and shove it up yeah. a macaroon's ass. Like, yeah. why are you doing that? And like, it does kind of piss me off now that you say that. Like, we do have. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not saying this for a joke or. The, I know we're on a po- comedy podcast, but we have poop fa- flavored ice cream shit. Like, you, like, did you see that? Like, like we have like Harry Potter stuff, so like vomit flavored gummy bears. Yeah, or they, what, like, they, it's it's a game. Yeah, it's, it's a literally game. a game where you buy these jelly beans, and one of them's popcorn, the yeah. other one is urine, and yeah. it's like I have seen that. Yeah. Who's taste testing urine <laughs> jelly beans? <laughs> Like, nope, that doesn't taste quite like this. <laughs> like, whoa, why is that a thing here? <laughs> Freedom is great to a certain extent, and then you need somebody to be like, no, we're not doing it. Yeah. Thank you. It's like America, man. Get your shit together. Yeah. Pea flavored ice cream and piss flavored jelly beans for a gag. It's like these people are starving all over the world. And we're like, I wonder if I can make a shit flavored cake. Yeah. <laughs> That's someone's job, too. Like, honey, how is the yeah. job? Like, I did it. I'm not getting the pea flavor right. <laughs> That's his only job. It's going to be a tough week, babe. Uh, <sighs> I am putting in overtime to get that vomit taste just right. This is not worth $100,000. Like, no, it's stupid. So I feel like we skated a very fine line <laughs> with serving you food, and I, I stuck the you, landing. You nailed it, yes. And now, I, and now I'm seeing like how even the German judge is proud of you. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I was like two peas away from the catastrophe. I ought to let you hear it too <laughs> on all my other podcasts. I wouldn't have said it to you, so it never got back to you because you have more listeners than me. But like. <laughs> It was great. I posted everything on Instagram, and I've got a bunch of people going, oh, why wasn't I invited? I'm like, because you live 2,000 miles away. That's why I didn't invite you. Yeah, you should write, yeah, your friends that like food over. They would have, you could have. Do I look like a guy who has friends that (laughs) like food? No. Thank you, Thad. I don't. How, um, you were talking about earlier about doing comedy with Miss Pat and doing a, a podcast. How did you get hooked up with Miss Pat? It's, uh, it was at an open mic at Morty's 17 plus years ago. Um, literally, she walked in. Um, she's the only black woman. Uh, I'll never forget that she had this short, shitty wig. <laughs> like, if you look at her wigs back then versus her wigs now, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> you really got your life together. <laughs> like, like these, these were Indianapolis wigs you were wearing. You're rocking Atlanta wigs now. It's like there's a stark difference. But she she was the comic before me when I first met her at the open mic, and she fucking crushed. She got a standing ovation from like 13 people, which is damn near impossible. Like it's so hard to make a small group of people laugh like yeah. gangbusters, and she fucking crushed. And I spent my five minutes going, man, I I, I shit, y'all could have gave her my fucking time because I wanted to hear more. Like it was, <laughs> she was just really funny. And then we started hanging out afterward. And then uh, the club owner hated us both, so we kind of bonded over that um, because we were funnier than him. And he used mm. to get booed all the time by black crowds, and black crowds didn't really hate us that much. Uh, they loved her. They, you know, sometimes they rock with me, sometimes they didn't, but they always hated him. Like yeah. they used to throw uh, spitballs at him 
and I would have to clean it because I worked at the club. So after the show was over, I'd have to go sweep up all these fucking comment card spitballs that they threw in at this guy. And the yeah, people would call the club, who's headlining this week? Oh, it's our owner. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll wait till next week to use our free tickets. Well, it was yeah. that type of shit. So uh, we bonded over it, it, being mutually hated. And uh, mm. she's always been funny. And, you know, she respects me and I've helped her and she's helped me. And that's how we've been friends for all this time. I want to know who this owner is. <laughs> I can say his name, Eric Shorts. <laughs> Just fuck him. What's he gonna do to me? I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm on, I don't know who he is, but I'm on yeah. your side. He, he was a giant. He was a hater, man. Like he was one of those type of people where uh, you know how you're black, that you know how <coughs> black people do, where it's like you're in a room full of white people and you want the white people to like you, so you kind of hate on the nigga like they do mm. in order to fit in. And it's like, bro, you don't have to do that. They they will like all of us, but he was that type of dude to where mm. you know. Uh, his his business partner was his childhood friend, and his dad was like the main money of the the club. So, like, I I'll never forget this. Uh, Pat had been doing like more and more guest spots or whatever, and DL Hughley was running late mm-hmm. for to headline, and so Pat was just there hanging out, and uh, the dad was like, "We need to get somebody on stage," and Eric was like, "Oh, I'll go," and he's like, "Nah, put her up," and. He was like, are you, are, are you sure? I, I don't think that's a good idea. He's like, no, no, no. I want to watch her while we wait for DL to get there. And so Pat went up, and she's just fucking crushing. And the 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 owner's dad is just belly laughing, just having a great, oh, she's the fucking greatest, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And he's over there fucking stewing because he, he wanted that validation mm-hmm. that she was getting. And that hate in his heart just mm-hmm. drove him to be just like just an evil piece of shit. Like I remember him telling her, you'll never be good enough for my 7 o'clock crowd. Wow. Like, you don't say that to somebody, you know, mm-hmm. even like for, for he had no reason to do that other than to just be hateful because she hadn't earned that hate from him. Yeah. Yeah. It was like she was just doing her shit. Yeah. It's not her fault that people resonate with her story. It might not be your cup of tea of comedy, but mm-hmm. you don't have that right to be in that position mm-hmm. to fucking, you know, just be a dick to somebody like yeah. that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say I, I, I'm not for hate, but I will say this. <laughs> Uh, it's the Historically, same. you have been. I'm not for hate, but I think hate hate makes you grow. Like in Definitely. comedy, hate is like uh, you know what it did. Miracle grow. It put fire in her heart. She was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm gonna make you need me." Yeah, because you have something that I need, and in order to get it, I have to deal with your shitty ass. Mm-hmm. But there's no way you can stop me from doing this because everybody else is gonna love me so much. And that's literally what happened. It's yeah. Like, Everybody at Morty's fucking love Miss Pat from the staff to the crowds to the owner. So he couldn't deny her even if yeah. he wanted to, because if he did, he'd look like an asshole. I mean, he looked like that anyway, but like yeah. people would know, like, why aren't you giving her? So she ended up getting her own show there. And, you know, she was keeping the lights on in that motherfucker. He wasn't paying her shit. Who's the worst celebrity you've ever met? Aerie Spears. <laughs> I love how quick that Point was. Point blank, hands down. I wish we could get like a timer. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like, I didn't even need to let you finish. I didn't even need to let you finish. As soon as you said, who's the worst, it was going to be him. But I was trying to be polite and let you finish. But yeah, Aerie Spears, by far, hands in the way, the worst fucking celebrity I've ever met in my life. What did he do? He, uh, okay, so I was working at the club. This is uh, New Year's. Um, nothing's open. They wanted to get something to eat. So uh, 
they were like, hey, we, would you mind? Like, I was kind of the, the pick up the guy, take him to the airport type mm. guy for the club. So my car was a 96 Ford Taurus that I paid a dollar for. It was a piece of shit, right? I, I should have took somebody else's car. But they were like, let's run over to this White Castle. It's open 24-7. So I take him to White Castle. I'm thinking we're going to go through the drive-thru. These motherfuckers, Harry Spears and his uh, Gerard Guillory, these motherfuckers go in, sit down, and eat for 45 fucking minutes. <laughs> And fucking January, freezing cold. I'm in my car, burning gas to keep the heat on. And they're just in there eating. Didn't bring me a slider, not a chicken ring, fucking nothing. No thank you, no tip, nothing, right? So Gerard left his fucking uh, DVDs that he was selling in the trunk of my car. And of course, these guys were shitty to me. And so... Gerard was like, hey, can you guys mail back those DVDs? I was like, what fucking DVDs? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. He was like, nah, nah, put them in your car. Remember? I was like, I'll remember shit. I remember your ass sat at White Castle for 45 motherfucking minutes yeah. while I was out there freezing. Y'all ain't bringing a nigga nothing. I remember that, though. He's like, nah, nah, man, I need you to mail me my DVDs. I said, here's what I want you to do. Call Ray's Trash. <laughs> <laughs> and ask them if they got your motherfucking DVDs. Because I tossed them bitches. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Like you don't treat people like yeah, that, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You he walked around like he was the king goat, and it's yeah. like, dude, Mad TV was fifteen years. Yeah, old. you ain't done shit since. Well, dude, he looks like he's got pork stuck in his neck. I, I do not like Aaron Spears. <laughs> I, I can't stand him. He's a bitch. He's a dick for no reason. <laughs> that shit he pulled with Lizzo, and now it's biting him in the ass with the fucking pedophile sketches. Like you started that because you were being a dick for no reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. No one would have ever known you did a shitty pedophile sketch with <laughs> Tiffany Haddish had you not been an asshole to Lizzo when he asked you about the music. And you talked yeah. about her weight. It's like you didn't have to do that. Dollar General. Charles Barkley impersonator. Yeah, fuck out of here. He's got four impressions that he's milked for the past 20 years. It's like, bro, Jay Farrell is making you look like a, a bitch right now. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck You have anything bad to say about I've been silent. I, I mean, I don't oh, know. you like Aaron Spears? I mean, yeah. Oh, he's always gassing him up when I'm around. <laughs> yeah, he's so. like, have you heard of this Aaron yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. smells like peas. He, yeah, he's not talking about peas. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a great lobster and pea bisque. <laughs> and he sprinkles on his comedy he like flavors. He, he looks like he fucking loves peas, that Dude. motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, he looks like he's having an allergic reaction to air. I hate this guy. <laughs> you drop a bead for me, Zach. <laughs> Dion Curry, thank you so much for being on the program today. Absolutely. Uh, where can people find you and follow you on social media, everything you're doing? All my social social media is the same. It's Bright Fame 4, B-R-I-G-H-T-F-A-M-E, the number four. I did not pick it. Dion Curry was already chosen, so save mm. your shitty <laughs> comments for when you DM me. Well, you think you're fucking famous with your goddamn Bright in the Fame? Like, I didn't pick it. It's just, one. there's a nickname my friend had for me when we looked up our names, what they meant in this fucking word book. So, my name means bright fame. Nice. So that's what nice. it is. Nice. Bright fame four. Four is my favorite number. All social media: Twitter, Instagram, uh, Xbox, whatever. Nice. That is Jay. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm next. You're next. You know what? I just want to like my uh, Aries Spears uh, hate page. <laughs> it is down right now. We're trying to work to get the money to get it back up. <laughs> uh, we have all the jokes about Aries Spears. Uh, uh, we call it. Uh, Mad Mad TV. <laughs> We're changing the name. It's in work in progress. Go ahead. Bye. You find me at Zach underscore Roan on all social media. Uh, check out our um, website, 
www.harderbrunch.com because that's how you get on the internet these days, right? You always go to <laughs> www.harderbrunch.com. Uh, we got we got all our merch and all our fun stuff there. Uh, we also going to have uh, an, uh, an event coming up October second. We're going to be doing another takeover. Yeah, that's right, Zach. We're doing another takeover. What did you call it again? Uh, it's going to be a bingo brunch. Oh, okay. Bingo brunch at Gomez Barbecue. We're going to be doing a takeover. We're going to be doing a little bingo. We're going to be doing a little brunch. Come by. Um, he's got a two-way liquor license, guys, so we can make it fun. Yeah, and this is not just for geezers. This is for millennials, <laughs> Gen Z. Uh, if you have a wheelchair or whatever. Lucas. Yeah, Peters. <laughs> Who said Lucas? Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that was you. I was like. <laughs> that was me for a second. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Lucas. That's Shout out dog. to Lucas for having a wheelchair. <laughs> I love bingo too, by the way. So I might stop by. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't, there's, I don't think we bingo's popping. I think Gen Z's about bingo. I think everybody's Man, if about, you bingo. about bingo. You missing out. That's, that's right. That's real gambling that's right there. <laughs> Seeing people spend their social security checks <laughs> on some bingo. pool tabs, motherfucker. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Every Friday night. <laughs> you, you gonna come? You gonna come to play some bingo with us Hell on yeah. October second? I love right. bingo. I might Hell bring yeah. a friend. Hell yeah! All right, we'll see you next time. Bye bye.